0: based on true story named vatican wedding prolog my name is Tim team TBC public relationship agency also known as true start and this time we decide to investigate a very strange case about a star influencer divorced doctor named paul arini who claimed to be a friend with a catholic pop and the god-blessed world-known surgeon Paul has been convincing his friends, followers, and fiancé, Bonita, NBC anchor in New York, that um, they were about to uh, have a wedding in Vatican by the Pope. The novel was inspired by two events, there could be a lot more victims of this kind of influential business, law, religion practices, so please read and listen us on other podcasts and eBooks and novels. We would like to bring our opinion and speculation. Names, agents, um, locations, some facts that change in purpose to protect privacy. Um, the content, the novel can have a third-party content, constitute fair use. Uh, meant works are meant to be educational, scholarly nature, criticism, scientific research. Detective Matt decided to investigate this matter after numerous victims, including family of patients. On who Dr. Paul Arrini performed his procedures came to the agency asking to help uh, with investigation and find the truth. There is a lot of questions to solve in this novel. If Dr. Paul Arrini was actually a scammer, was the Pope really going to vet a divorced couple at the church? In True Life Events novel was inspired from there could be a lot more victims on this kind of lawful and medical practices. That's why we are bringing our opinion and speculation. However, please consider this book as a sci-fi. Any resemblance to real people just coincidence, and the whole story honestly unbelievably mind-blowing. Chapter one: Paul Arini. Today's story is about two people who fell madly in love and had this kind of fairy tale romance that she only have can see in the movies. Not without some twist, of course. Paul was born on August 22nd in 1958 in Basel, Switzerland. He was born to an Italian family and grew up in the area for the first part of his life. Friends and colleagues describe Paul as a very intelligent, uh, charming and handsome guy. He received his first medical degree from the University of Pisa in Italy in 1986 and his Masters of Surgery by 1991. In 1989, Paul took a course on statistics and clinical research at University of Alabama, Birmingham from uh, 1990 to 1992, and he was also assistant to professor at the University of Pisa. Lastly, Paul earned his Masters in organ and tissue transplantations in 1994 and by 1997 he received his first doctorate for the same old University of France. He also was employed by a very prestigious institute in Sweden around the time that all this happened. Dr. Paul Arini was known as a world-known renovated surgeon. He was really big deal The time. Paul had an extensive and impressive education He had all the power to make famous surgeon he ultimately became. Chapter 2. Bonita Alexandra. Bonita Alexandra was born on April 21, 1966 in Huntington Woods, Michigan. She had been through a lot in life when she was younger. Bonita's mother left her and it was devastating for a child. The mother left the whole family and it was like two weeks before Bonita's actual birthday. And two years later, when Bonita got a little a little older, her father kind of kicked her out of the house, telling her that she has to go. However, even though Bonita's childhood was troubling, it didn't stop her from achieving a lot in her life. In fact, in fact, Bonita graduated from Wayne State University with a degree in journalism, which uh, was always a passion of hers. When Bonita married her first husband, John, and they, they two had a baby girl in 2006, they named Lucinda. However, the marriage didn't work out, and it was pretty rocky divorce. It took a real toll on Bonita and her daughter, and the couple officially split in 2009, and Bonita and her daughter, at the time, was living in um, New York City together. Bonita's friend described her as an incredibly low and caring person, who had an incredible work ethic and drive to her and she was absolutely gorgeous bonita was kind of um, of done up woman she always looked go- glamorous and gorgeous and had this beautiful dark hair and piercing blue eyes however friends would say um, that despite how beautiful bonita was she had this genuine down-to-earth heart of gold that um, they never felt like you don't always expect someone who took some. Who looks so warm and loving giving to be the most loyal and non-judgmental attitude. Bonita started all her career in journalism just doing local reporting here and there and local broadcasting and eventually that blossomed into something more. She became an award-winning documentary tv producer anchor and investigative journalist for NBC News in New York. So Banita's career Uh, totally took off and she was very happy about it and bonita was a workaholic she was at the top of her game nobody had a question about it bonita worked a zillion hours and never tried and tired however she always made sure she would find time for her child and the people she loved in life no matter what her close friends her family most importantly her daughter lucinda Chapter Superstar Surgeon Article So, in um, in 2013, Bonita started working on this story about a superstar surgeon who was changing the medical world when it comes to uh, trachea transplants. He really seems to be a trailblazer in that world and was pioneering all type of new techniques and ideas. In fact, the star doctor developed a brand new technique to use a synthetic trachea made out of plastic and it does sound crazy but for that procedure they would actually wrap it up a person's stem cells. In order to recreate a fully functioning organ the synthetic trachea was made out of plastic the same kind of plastic used to make water bottles and the tube was the first coated with the patient's stem cells. And once implanted in a patient's own stem cells would generate new tissue and the function in trachea would work. So this was seemingly a real revolutionary technique that could change lives all over the world. People were thinking that with um, this technique you could do synthetic hearts and synthetic livers, and lungs, synthetic asphaguses, even synthetic parts of brain. So in spring of 2013, Bonita began covering her story about this revolutionary doctor Paul Arini. And it was a full-blown NBC story documentary on Paul Arrini, the super-surgeon, as they call him. And at the time, he was set to operate in Illinois on a Korean toddler named Hannah, who was born with, without any trachea. Hannah would be the youngest person alive to receive an artificial trachea, making this surgery historical and major component of Bonita's documentary. Doctor Pauls flies to America for the surgery, and he and NBC anchor Bonita met up. Chapter. Instant romantic spark. Starting to record this documentary, and Bonita said, "Quote, it was just um, the weirdest thing, uh, Doctor." Uh, Dr. Arini comes around in the corner and he looks right at me in a second and something happened. I mean, I got this uh, sort of chills through my body, like there was some kind of electric sparks. And I remember in my head thinking, what the hell was that? But even though Bonita felt this instant spark and attraction to Paul, she knew that she had to... Do her work and be a strictly business professional because they were working together on this documentary and it could compromise the whole integrity of the work. Vanita was going through a lot at this time. She really didn't need a new relationship or any kind of love interest anyway. So she kind of just shut her feelings down because something really tragic was going on at the same time uh, in her personal life and her daughter's life. Uh, the time Bonita's ex-husband was diagnosed with a glioblastoma and this was really devastating news because uh, this is a terrible type of cancer and it was terminal and it was just very difficult on everybody. So Bonita was only nine years old when her mom left her. So she was a hustler through the whole her life trying to hold life together for her daughter and herself and she was trying to... Um, to make it for everybody, everything else except for herself. So Dr. Paul Arrini ended up being kind of an emotional support for her. During this time, the two of them would start going out to dinners and talk a lot about the work and about the personal life. And Dr. Arrini gave Bonita medical advice in regards to her ex-husband's medical conditions and tried to offer some comfort and support during this very difficult time of her. Quote, he gave me this kind of stage solid kind of advice, and I have amazing friends, but it was all in Illinois. They weren't there when I need them, so I, I really need somebody to lean on. And Paul was really comforting and really helpful. You know, during that period, it's really crucial time, but I also learned during these dinners that Paul was um, separated from his wife, and uh, the divorce uh, hadn't been uh, done through yet, but uh, he was on the way to get a divorce. But t- technically he was still married. Unfortunately, by the time, Bonita's ex-husband went into hospice. He fell into coma and it became clear that she wasn't going to be able to say goodbye to him. Paul actually gave Bonita a lot of advices and support about healing and uh, that kind of came up with other ways um, that she could, you know, say goodbye without actually saying goodbye to her ex-husband and give herself some kind of closure and really heal from the whole thing. And Bonita thought it was a really good idea and and ended up asking Paul for for his help. So Paul took Bonita out on the back of his bike and two of them went up to the mountain to the beautiful lake just to throw her ex dying husband favorite flowers in the lake and Bonita said quote this was the day uh, of the real start of our romance while I did that um, what I had to do he hugged me he could see the pain in my face and I didn't resist and it was just a quick hug. There was something really sort of intense about it and I remember thinking ah! I really falling for this guy. What was the moment, and I knew that they marked the beginning of our romantic involvement. Uh, Their romantic relationship hits the ground running, and even though Benita felt a little weird about all this because she had a lot of concern quote This was compromising the integrity of my work. She was currently doing this documentary on this doctor, Doctor Paul Arini, who was technically was still married. However, Paul explained that he had been separated for years from his wife and divorce still uh, wasn't legal, but Bonita decided to kind of to put all this aside and explore her romance a bit. She needed it, really. So the two of them jet off on a romantic trip to Venice, Italy, and during this whole trip, Paul absolutely showered Bonita with tons of flowers, wine, food, and the best gifts. Bonita said, said that Paul would spend money like crazy on her. You wouldn't believe, and the trip to Venice would only be the first of many. The two ended up traveling all over the world together, places like London, Mexico, Russia, Greece, Sweden, Puerto Rico, Bahamas. Bonita said that even though she really appreciated all the money um, that she was receiving as gifts from him, she really said uh, the most um, endearing to her about Paul was that he would express his love in many other ways besides material. Things like writing love notes on her mirror with lipstick, or sending her videos just professing his love for her. And how wonderful he thought she was. Quote, I just wanted to send a few loving good morning words to you, my babe, and a lot of kisses to my princess. I can't stop thinking of you. And... um, Especially proud that you're mine," Paul wrote a note for Bonita. Even though Bonita's daughter had just lost her father and was uh, reeling from uh, recovering from that, obviously she decided to. Uh, Bonita decided to introduce her daughter to Paul, and she did a lot of thinking about this. But she really wanted to make sure that the person she introduced her child was possibly the man who she really could have the future with. Paul really won her daughter's um, attention and uh, as well Bonita said he treated the uh, as a princess. It was like a living a fairy tale. Bonita said at this point they were just too crazy about each other and the love was so super strong. The connection was amazing and Bonita really felt like she had a future with Paul. So Dr. Arini proposed to Bonita on Christmas of 2013. There is actually a video clip of it and there Paul was very casually just hands Panita a ring um, box as it was some kind of random gift and when she opened it she saw a diamond ring and figured everything out and she was speechless and it was probably an engagement ring. So she kind of gave him a look and he noted that Paul said this was a ring cost him a fortune like of thousands of dollars. So Bonita just um, floored, I mean she was just being constantly showered by this guy with the gifts and praise and it was like something out of the movies script. Paul was this kind of guy who was constantly looking for ways to impress Bonita, to really wow her. It just seemed like Paul was such a well-rounded catchy of the man, he spoke seven languages and wine and dine Bonita all over the world. He was very, very rounded on outside, but one of the things that Bonita wished Paul could do for her it was dancing, because she noticed he couldn't dance. So one time they were in Mexico, they were at a restaurant, and Paul randomly just grabbed Bonita's hand and asked her to dance with him. She was all confused because she knew he couldn't dance, but he surprised her with the great moves in salsa. And turns out, Dr. Arini actually went and took private salsa lessons to surprise Bonita on a dance floor by knowing how, um, how how to do it. And it felt like she wowed everyone at the bar and really it felt like she was in a movie. Later, Paul ended up buying a piano for Bonita's apartment. He tells her he used to play piano as a child and he lost this kind of skills. Like a lot of us did. So Paul just purchased um, the whole piano and said, quote, I'm going to reteach myself and I want to play this love song for you at our wedding. And suddenly he played really good and Bonita was just speechless and wowed by the sky and he seems to be so smart so intelligent so unusual and still learning new things and willing to impress her by putting extra work and time so dr arini seems to be really amazing like a dream guy even though the two of them were engaged now in talking about the wedding plans it wasn't bringing paul to states as much as bonita would love to paul was still gone a lot for work because he was well-known surgeon but because and it makes a lot of sense to Bonita, and he continued to be really busy and distant. Would always be traveling across the world to perform all kind of um, uh, surgeries and give speeches. Chapter waiting by the Pope. So Doctor Paul Arrino was gone a lot, but it didn't really bother Bonita because all the good things about him kind of outweighed the difficulties the two of them faced and she figured over time. They would find a way to make every everything work better. So when it came to the wedding, Paul decided he wanted to plan the whole thing by himself, really just to have Bonita show up at the wedding and go through the process and just enjoy her time and um, didn't struggle from hustle of preparation. And Paul decided, the two of them would marry in one of the most romantic places in the world, in Vatican, Italy, by the Pope. Uh, there were some things they had to sort it out before they went forward with wedding plans, and one of those things that they needed to figure out was Paul was still married. He technically was still married to his ex-wife, and divorce hasn't gone through, and they needed to move through the process. Then they would need to think about at their family life or would look like as a new family. You know, how they're going to include Bonita's daughter in it and really make everybody comfortable in the family. And the biggest thing was uh, how to figure out how they're going to live, how they're going to split their financials and busy careers. But the major issue in their relationship was uh, to be continued is just continued to be a problem how often Paul was gone and during this time he normally wouldn't communicate with Bonita much sometimes it would be just random he like be visiting her and then suddenly disappearing because he had to travel somewhere for emergency surgery or whatever but Paul made it clear that his clients were kind of high-profile individuals so Bonita understood And Paul held his positions in London, Russia, Sweden, so Bonita would often, not knowing exactly where he was at the time, for days or weeks sometimes. And at the time he was gone, he became unreachable by phone because he said uh, he was too busy with surger- surgeries. And by the time they started actually planning out their wedding, Paul was even more um, adamant. He really planned and controlled the whole wedding situation that Bonita just needed to show up. It was very weird and strange. Paul said that uh, he would handle all details alone. He wanted her just to not to stress about the wedding and enjoy the whole process of getting married. So Paul was insistent on having a Catholic wedding. Even though Bonita was herself wasn't a Catholic, she didn't really care much. Bonita said, said she wouldn't marry him anywhere or wherever, but she thought it would be pretty... Much impossible for them to find a Catholic church to vet divorced people, and uh, that's not allowed in the Catholic Church anyway, most of the time. But Paul assured her, quote, "Don't worry about that. I got uh, some kind of special connections in Rome with the Pope himself, and I can get it figured out aside of from the fact that we're divorcees. Bonita argued, quote. I'm not a Catholic, and the Catholic Church uh, is, it w- wasn't going to marry us, uh, to divorcees. maybe we should ditch the whole Catholic wedding thing, no, no, I'm going to talk to my contacts in Rome, Paul responded, and um, as it turned out, that this contact was in Vatican himself, so Paul actually flew to Rome for a meeting regarding the couple's wedding. And later he called Bonita immediately after to tell her that um, the Pope was going to be marrying them anyway. That's right. And Bonita thought it was way too crazy. She didn't believe him at first thing. Quote, oh, the Pope doesn't marry people. In response, Paul replied, quote, the Pope wants to marry us anyway because we are both divorcees. He thinks we are a perfect posture couple to push forward his forward-thinking agenda, ideas to change bit a Catholic church. And Bonita had never heard from the Pope just marrying random people. Because it felt like the Pope would probably have a lot more important things to do. But her poem, but Paul ended up convincing her anyway that the pope gonna marry them because they were both divorcee and because they're special. And she googled it, the whole thing. Vanita actually realized that the pope had married a handful of other couple who already been living together at the time. And at the moment, she thought maybe it was possible and it was a really cool idea for them to happen to be married at Vatican by the pope. So, um, it just fell, um, the disbelief turned out into excitement, and Bonita couldn't believe that they were going to be married by the Pop, even though her friends and family were obviously